Good morning. Uh, today we're moving on in Luke chapter 6 to uh, another one of Jesus' teachings. Uh, our focus today will be Luke six twenty seven through 36. And uh, in today's passage, uh, we will be seeing Jesus teaching on how to confront and interact with uh, those who oppose us. In this passage, uh, the word Jesus uses is enemies, uh, but really he's talking about those people in life who oppose us. Now, you don't have to be alive too long on this planet before you realize you will face opposition. Um, It comes in all shapes and sizes and forms. Uh, Sometimes uh, we face opposition in the workplace uh, with a coworker who is maybe uh, jealous of us or uh, fighting hard to get noticed. And for whatever reason, they turn their uh, attention on us and, and find ways of making our lives difficult um, and an effort to sort of elevate themselves in the workplace. Uh, sometimes we face opposition on the athletic field, uh, playing sports. Um, we face uh, opponents who are trying to uh, secure victory. And uh, so that's one type of opposition. Um, and then sometimes we face opposition among our closest friends and loved ones. Uh, for whatever reason, someone seems bent on opposing us on a particular issue or subject or decision that needs to be made. And so life is full of opposition. Uh, sometimes the motive is genuine in the sense that someone is maybe just challenging a belief or an idea or uh, we're wrestling through a decision with someone we're close to and they take a stand on one side and we take a stand on another. And, and those are sort of typical kinds of places where we face opposition. But sometimes people oppose us in a way that is uh, bent on causing us harm. And that's a big difference. Uh, the, the difference between uh, someone opposing us just because they simply disagree in an honest way and someone opposing us because they mean us harm. And so uh, Jesus' teaching, I think, speaks into that today. Let's go into the Word, uh, but before we do that, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your Word and its instruction. Open our minds and hearts to what your Spirit wants to say in and through the Word today. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see. Help us, Lord, to apply your Word as your Spirit instructs. Give us wisdom, insight, and understanding. We pray in Jesus' name today. Amen. Listen to these words from Luke six twenty seven through 36. Jesus says, But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on the cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. 
Now, there is so much in this passage to unpack. And one of the things I want to talk about first is how startling Jesus' words sound to us. Uh, We are born into this earthly kingdom, and we learn very quickly the rules of the game here in this place. And to hear Jesus' words here startles and stirs something within us that seems so foreign, apart from his spirit informing us how to act in the way that he's describing here in this passage. Now, I want to nuance what I say in in this, that these moral teachings set an ideal for how the Christian person should respond to people who mistreat them, who, who use them or take advantage of them or are trying to pick a fight with them or who are routinely opposed to them. And in those situations, uh, these teachings uh, apply in a direct way, in an honest way, uh, that we can take them at face value, but there are nuances uh, that the teaching does not necessarily dive into. Uh, one of the places where I think um, something Jesus says needs a little further explanation is in verse 29 when he says, if someone slaps you on the cheek, turn to the other also. Now this is, a, this is in a social context. If someone's picking a fight with you, uh, don't engage. Uh, be a person of peace. You say, hey, you want to you wanna pick a fight? Here's my other cheek. Uh, but in the context of family relationships or close loving relationships, at no point is this advocating that someone who's being routinely uh, abused in a home situation, uh, a wife or children or a loved one in a, in a relationship, uh, should tolerate such treatment on the basis of what Jesus teaches here. Obviously, the, the, the wise and discerning person realizes that he is not advocating staying in an abusive situation and just taking it. Um, Jesus is talking about a context of someone who's kind of picking a fight with you in a social context, uh, not engaging, not stepping into the fight, but choosing to be a person of peace and continuing on your way. In situations where people are being abused and harmed and hurt, uh, it would be of God's deepest concern that they get safe and that they make choices to protect themselves and their loved ones. And God is with that person to strengthen and encourage them in that time of challenge. Uh, Then on the matter of giving, in verse 30, Jesus says, give to everyone who asks you. Is it wise that we would just give out of our resources to anyone who comes knocking on our door and says, hey, give me give me your car or or give me $5,000 or uh, whatever. And again, there would be a a notable uh, nuance here in that there is a call to wisdom. Um, But Jesus is saying, have a heart that is so generous toward others that you would be willing to do so. And uh, we are the ones then, I guess, that have the burden of discerning with God's help whether or not a situation that comes to our awareness or a situation of someone in our life who's asking for help is the right place for us to, um, to offer help. Uh, sometimes if someone is um, uh, dysfunctional or uh, using others, continuing to help them in a financial way 
uh, is probably ultimately not really helping them. And so discerning the difference between what's really helping and what's really hurting someone. Uh, but again, Jesus is getting at the heart stance of a person that we should have a, uh, an inward stance of the heart that says, Lord, what I have is yours. You are the giver of all things good. And if someone is in need, I want to have a heart that's ready to respond to that need. Uh, and then he's talking about realizing when you give to others, don't give thinking uh, repayment. Don't give thinking you're going to get something back. Give realizing that you're giving out of the heart as a gift and, and with no expectation that they'll pay you back. Um, and Jesus goes on and says, you know, if if you behave in these ways, you give and you expect it back, then how how different are you than the rest of the world? Even sinners expect that. Um, but Jesus continues on encouraging us to love our enemies and to do good to them. Uh, an enemy is really just a person who um, has decided that uh, they don't like you for some reason. <laughs> and often those things are motivated by uh, inner challenges. You know, they are uh, jealous about something you have or they're envious of something you have or they're feeling um, uh, as though their life is not as privileged as others. And so they're opposing you uh, because they want to make you feel a little bit of what they're going through. And so Jesus is saying, let's have loving motives back towards people who mistreat us. And let's allow love to do its work. Spirit-empowered love can break through into the heart of a broken and hurting person and can flip that person toward the kingdom of heaven and away, for, away from uh, the kingdom of man. And... Um, so he's talking about a consistent witness, a consistent way of behaving uh, that looks and acts in opposition to the ways of the world and uh, is equally startling to those who are on the receiving end. Uh, Jesus continues, then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. And I love verse 36, be merciful as your father is merciful. God is rich in mercy, and his people ought to be rich in mercy toward others. If you've experienced the mercy of God, there is no greater gift. <laughs> and once you know it, and once you've tasted it, uh, there's no going back. And we want others who are living far from him to have that same experience, that same encounter with the life-changing mercy of God. And as his people, we are called to incarnate that. We are called to express that and live that out in this world. Um, so that the world uh, sees through us God's mercy, experiences through us God's mercy. We become channels of mercy, partners with God, and winning the lost into the kingdom of light and truth and good. And um, what a great privilege it is to join God in that work. So facing our enemies, facing those who oppose us can be a great challenge, but with God's word we see that um, Jesus was aware that we would face opposition in this life, and his word has great instruction for us. Uh, so let's uh, pray that God would continue to give us insight and deeper understanding into his word today as we set out to love those around us with the love that we've been loved with and to be merciful to those uh, around us 
in the same mercy that we've received from our good and loving God. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.